Time for Verbal Tap, the show that proves normally fighting easier from outside the cage. Um, but occasionally, it really, with the scoring and the submission format, sometimes it's just as easy inside the cage. Maybe a little more cardio, and I'm referring to what looks like Kasai. <laughs> it's Verbal Tap time. Mm. Of course. <sighs> I am Kevin with me. Rap as far as a rap. Was, were submissions not allowed? Was it a score-only tournament? Mm. <laughs> No, I mean, okay. In theory, they had the talent to get submissions. Were submissions produced? Uh, in the pre-show, they were. Uh, once they got to the actual show, it was a little more difficult. So, One, Kev, two, I thought it would be three in the undercard. Sorry, just to clarify, a lot of fights. Only, yeah, a, it wasn't yeah, like submania. I don't, I don't know how to tell you this other than. Yeah, we did a live broadcast yesterday, and we were supposed to bring on a friend. And here's the issue: something happened, and it's not a big deal, and it's fine. And he wasn't able to make it yesterday. But the real egregious issue is this: I get really angry when I see somebody who's kind of like me on the opposite side of the United States, <laughs> who apparently is beloved, uh, does jujitsu commentary is a higher ranked belt than me. And everybody, when you ask them like, Oh man, isn't Jay the worst? He puts on his face on people's rash guards and says, hire me for EBI commentary. And people go, I think that's a great idea. Raph. How come you didn't think of it? And I said, you know, I'm tired of this guy. I'm going to go ahead and meet him. And I did. I got the chance to chat with him over at Masters World. And I wanted to hate him, Kevin. I wanted to look him straight in the eye and say, how dare you try to be me on the East Coast? But instead, something worse happened, Kevin. I hate him already. I know. We became besties. So now our powers have combined. So... I've referred to him on air here as Jay Regal Burrito, but that's not really his name. It's just what we refer to him as because it's an easier thing. But the real version of his name is also, I mean, it's pretty close to that. So, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome our friend, Jay Regal Budo. Jay, how are you doing, sir? What's going on, guys? Very good to be on the show. That was, uh, that was quite an entrance. My goodness, that was beautiful. I had to work people through the progression of my feelings and my thoughts because it's difficult when you're editing photos and you're, you find yourself polishing the way that your logo looks. And then you have a moment when you think to yourself, why am I helping his case? I should be editing this out. And then I said, no, no, that's too mean. I'm just going to put my face over his and it's free promotion for me. But again, Uh, a good we news have is, seen- is for you that I think you're the only one that saw it, so that's good for you. <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> that know actually recognized that. it. <laughs> I know I saw it because he sent it to me seconds after he saw the photo and was like, I'm so uh, mad. It just as soon as Rev sees it, he's like, Why isn't that my face? What was I doing that someone beat me to the face territory on this guy's fucking rash card? So I definitely saw it. Aggravating. It's more aggravating when you see it in the viewfinder and you go, That's fine. I'm just recording the event as is. But when you get home and you're spending time editing photos and you're like airbrushing the stupid looks off of people's faces and trying to make them look like less than idiotic and then i look over at you and i just go i can't believe i'm spending time making sure that his face is coming out smooth like what is this doing i will tell you this though jay i have heard there might be a change up 
for the next EBI commentary team. And I really? have, I have, told, I have heard these things on the streets. Um, uh-huh. I just want to remind you of the order of operations. <laughs> so I want to remind you that I've, I've bribed Eddie by putting myself <laughs> ahead. I don't know if that's going to help or hinder me. Um, but Jay, okay. So let, let's hear a little bit more about you because you uh, were just holding down for ADCC trials. You were doing the commentary on that. What was that experience mm-hmm. like? Because you got to see some spectacular jujitsu oh, that day. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to interrupt him real quick to tell you about our best friends at NorSouthJujitsu.com. What's under your gi? Is it engineered for hygiene, comfort, and durability? Is it that thing that's going to make people say, yeah, that's a serious grappler? Head on over to NorSouthJujitsu.com. You're going to find out just how serious you are about this best product in the business please also visit our friends with the nutritional beverage mixes for sustained energy and enhanced performance free shipping over $49.99 you need to go to provennutrition.com you need to order all the core drink you can I'm worried what you heard was I should order some of the core drink what I said was all the core drink you can nothing is better Please visit our friends at ProvenNutrition.com and NorthSouthJiu-Jitsu.com. There are no better brands in the business. Thank you. That, I'll tell you, that one, I, I got to do the fir- or the trials when it was in Jersey two years ago, and that was um, that, that was an incredible one. That was Raider and, and, and James Brosco and those guys. The blast came out of that one. Uh, Munch. I can't remember who the other one was. Um, but anyway, this one, oh my goodness. I mean, that's 66 bracket. They could have just had it. And your boy, Keith, oh my goodness, what a day. What a day. But that 66-pound bracket alone was was just incredible. Um, but then it, it, what's funny is that wasn't even the biggest bracket. That was like the third biggest bracket. Um, right. That was incredible. Just the, the level of jujitsu that day was just, through the roof. And I'll tell you, nobody was trying to point that out, man. Like everybody was going for the kill that day. There were so many matches you had to try to, I mean, you can say, uh, you know, you could say, try to point it out, try to drag his matches out. But when you got to win like six times, I think it was, I think for that 77, you had to win. Oh man, it might've been six times. I, I think to take it. That was insane. But uh, man, to, to have it, and how Flo had it, I mean, I just had a chair right in front of the mat. I mean, literally best seat in the house. I mean, the commentators always get the best seat in the house, but that was really nice. That was really nice to be well, right there for it. You were also doing it solo uh, from mm-hmm. the accounts that I saw. And then, yeah, yeah. Kev, here's where things get even more frustrating that I think you'll understand. <laughs> is when Jay wasn't commentating, he gave his job to a foreigner. Uh, I don't even want to talk about if it's my most hated foreigner on the list because I know of oh, one, no. and it's gonna just it gets my my patriotism boiling. Right? Kev, I'll give you I'll give you a little bit yeah, of a hint, Kev. It? It's definitely somebody who has been on the show and, <laughs> as a colloquialism, has said, "Oh, you won't have a little bit of a grapple." It's Josh oh, Rocket yeah. Bomber's British ass. <laughs> yeah, I can already feel yeah. it. I can feel it brewing. <laughs> 
Jay, oh man! Why, I, uh, did, did, did you have <laughs> to say in people that you could have given it over to for the reins? I had to say. I had to say. I, so when they had asked me, I had had a, uh, a student that was competing in it, and I had said I'll do it. But I, you know, I've been working with this kid a lot, and I want to be in his corner for his matches. So they said, as long as you have somebody to back you up, you know, that's fine. You can step up from the seat. Well. I mean, it's it's crazy not even being the best commentator in your gym because Josh trains with me. He's at every, like, 6 a.m. class that you see me at. Josh is there, too. So uh, Flo was really happy when I had told him that Josh would be my uh, my backup when I stand up for <laughs> to go up to coach. <laughs> I want to express how disappointed and angry I am that not only you guys train <laughs> together, but that Flo can't reach – outside of your gym to get a secondary commentator <laughs> like there's only six of us who do this and it's like yesterday i had john evans in the house but it's oh, like man. me him you uh palmer who's probably the closest yeah. to being an actual like broadcaster sure yeah your play-by-play um, which is kind of my gig. So again, get out of my way, uh, Josh. Yeah, but then you guys you've got are so like, much more professional than me, man. I just get excited out there. That's all. <laughs> you guys no, got my but here's the thing: it's it's not even that, dude. It's just when people are doing play by play, I get very excited when they know what they're talking about, and yeah, you both yeah, know what you're talking about, and you're very passionate. So I don't really have a beef in that realm. It's just more so. They only have two to three spots, and they never get anybody else. It's just like, is Sean Williams free? Right. <laughs> okay. Kenny Florin? Uh, Tyler Bishop? Guys, we ran out of names. Those are the only people who know. That's it. all we got. That's all we got. So, <laughs> yeah, Ken, like I said, I'm not even the best one in my gym. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're better than Josh Palmer because you've Thank never you. asked us if we want to have a grapple which is not a real thing. That's not what real people say. And while South yeah. Jersey might not be middle America, <laughs> it still remains in the continental United States. Oh, man. We're not just talking about any student here. Do you know the student that he was coaching? I, well, I'm, maybe. I don't know off the top of my head, but who okay. was it? Because I'm staring at so, the list. The student was in the heavier side, okay? So he's one of the big boys. However, he looked like the knockoff version of the rock for jujitsu <laughs> because when i saw him i said oh my god that dude is like super cut and he looks like he's going to be a problem kev ask me how long he's been training how long six months and he uh, took, I actually, i'm sorry this was the place? big guy i do remember mm-hmm. seeing this a little bit this was yeah i'm sorry my mind had skipped forward to kasai <laughs> and i don't even know why i'd do that we're still at ADCC <laughs> trials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge well, dude. It's yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a special talent, man. But you need to tell us about him because, Jay, <laughs> when you say that you have to step out for a student, you know, it could just be anybody and it'd be like, oh, oopie doopy. You had the talk of the town, which means yeah, we yeah. now get to ask you about him. And I know that the, the Jiu-Jitsu Times wrote an article about him, but I want to get it from the source. Like, where did this kid come from, and why is he doing jujitsu? Because he's going to murder everybody. Yes, yes, and it's not even the reason he started jujitsu, which is crazy. So he's uh, he's twenty; he just turned twenty-two. Um, 
good high school career went uh, wrestled here in jersey he was like 111 and 17 you know good wrestler uh did one year d3 at ferrum in virginia was 34 and 4 um but then he, he's a fitness model so that really started kind of taking off for him um and he was actually starting jujitsu to stay in shape to you know break a sweat other than he missed wrestling and stuff like that but man, I got a text. He wasn't, I wasn't there the first night he came in to train. And I got a text from <clears throat> one of my, one of my friends who trains. And he said, man, I, I've never seen anything like this guy. Wait, wait, do you see him? So I was there the next day and our advanced class, I mean, you know, it's not world beaters or anything, but it's a tough group of, of brown, purple and black belts in there. And this kid, he, he's, he's 6'3". He floats between like 225 and 240. And, uh, man, I mean, just ripping through everybody's guard and just arm lock after arm lock after arm lock. Not technical. He knew he had to get by your legs, and he knew he had to straighten out your arm. But he's so athletic and fast that he could just get there and do it. So... I pulled him off the mat after the class and I said, listen, are you interested in competing? And he's like, yeah, I guess so. I didn't really think about it, but I do miss competing. And I said, man, listen, <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about your schedule and work some things out. And, um, man, he just progressively just learning little things like knee cut passes and, and really working on a Kimura in a technical way to, to, to hold back control and uh, technical ways to do arm bars. And he just picks everything up so quickly but because he's a model, he has such an open schedule and he'll do anything. He's got a gas tank. I'm lucky. Uh, like, well, I guess he's lucky too, that, you know, I'm in a situation where we're part of an, you know, the Hens of Gracie association. So like, I mean, I've known Gordon since he was a kid, you know what I mean? We've known to since, you know, uh, I mean, DeBlast was a Brown belt when I started back in 06. So we've known these, you know, there's only so much I can do you know, with, with, with a guy that's this talented, like right off the bat. Um, so right away after I put him in a, put him in a grappling industries in the advanced, uh, um, ultra heavy, and then the advanced absolute division. And he just ripped through seven guys, man, wasn't tired. Didn't even ask for a break between, but between his sixth and seventh match, he said, do I have to wait or can I just go? And I'm like, man, nah, just go, I guess. The other dude was pretty upset that he wasn't tired. Um, but, man, a month after that, he did a, a, another NOG expert division. Same thing, just ripped through everybody, submitting most of them. And that's when I started got, uh, got him hooked up with James Booth, who's a, a bigger heavyweight black belt in our area, a very good competitor. And uh, I now basically have him, like, just jumping from a bunch of different rooms. He's spending two days a week with Gordon up in New York. Um, wow. he'll be spending one day a week with the blast working on his, his, his bottom game. Jesus. Uh, he spends two days a week with me and some intense sessions. He goes out to precision jujitsu with Pete Shoemaker and Dylan Royce once a week. And, uh, I, I think the most important thing that he does is uh, his cardio is ridiculous, but, uh, wrestling twice a week, hard wrestling, like up at Rutgers college. Um, so that he doesn't lose that. Cause I think when you're, you know, you could be. Like his loss in ADCC came to, uh, you know, a really good, you know, Hudson Taylor's a stud, man. He was, you know, D yeah. three time all American D one. Um, but I think if you're not wrestling, you know what I mean? Like you could be that, 
But if eight years later you haven't wrestled, you know what I mean? It be, almost becomes you were that, you know? And, and the one thing I don't want him to do is to lose that, that edge of, of wrestling. So his schedule is just ridiculous, but he can do it. And it shows that in six months you can make strides. Like, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, he's got such a wrestling pedigree and all this. I mean, he, he's a really good wrestler. Yeah. But he's, he's, Beating black belts, brown belt. I mean, Jimmy Lugo, who he beat the first round of AC, is a brown belt world hey, champion. Jay, Jay, speaking on behalf yeah. of the rest of grapplers everywhere, don't take mm-hmm. this from us. Yeah, we're gonna need a few yeah. excuses here that we're just gonna keep in the back pocket, <laughs> and you can, you can fuck off. For example, if I'm getting my ass beat by this guy, be like, well, wrestling pedigree, you know, uh, yeah, obviously it's translating yeah. well. And I'm fine with that. I'm going to sleep better. It doesn't hurt you. It only compliments Jay, him. Jay, can I be fully honest? Like, the way you're describing yeah. him, it sounds like somebody from the future comes back to our time to warn us about <laughs> this guy. Like, everything you're describing is somebody going, like, guys, there's going to be a wrestler that's creating so much pressure. He's going to murder everybody. Tom DeBlas has a hard on for him. I got straight I'm up scared you. during that. <laughs> Like oh it's, man, it's, it's concerning, and I don't know if I'm a ADCC competitor who like reads the article or didn't read the article, mm-hmm. or maybe they're just hearing it from you the first time now. But I'm yeah. basically uh, now, as I listen to this podcast, and I'm them thinking, <laughs> "Thanks, Jay. Thanks for having the insight to pull this guy and kill my ADCC East Coast dreams." But it's don't, okay. But He's don't just uh, don't just keep him to yourself. Sign him up at the local meat market where he's going through. He's been hanging with Tyson just to get confidence lessons. So does he, along all those gyms you just mentioned, anyone his size? That was a, both uh, well, a shot I mean, at Gordon, and I'm curious. Yeah, well, I mean, when he's going up there, it's it's to train with Gordon. Um, yeah. They had had a private about a little over a month ago. Um, and that was like the, you know, where they met and, you know, that's who he's going up to obviously to, to train with and, uh, and to be with, but he's, you know, getting to mix it up with guys like Jake Shields as well. And I'm telling you, man, this, there's these little rooms and you guys, I don't have to tell you guys, you guys know, there's these little rooms that happen after classes where savages meet. Right. And this is basically what he does. He has a few sessions that are technique based. And then he goes to these other little savage rooms, and that's where he works on things. <laughs> but uh, again, I'm lucky, and I'll tell you what—like how gracious everybody has been with like helping him out and helping him. You know what I mean? Because the kids, I, you know, I wasn't sure how he was going to react at it after his the first time he lost to the Hudson Taylor in ADCC, and I mean, he couldn't have been more professional. He did that third place match maybe six minutes later. And he couldn't have yeah. been any more professional. He didn't about take the, a rest. You know, I was, he gets it. He gets that he's just not there yet. That's all. Yeah. But I just I was confused. I looked at him and I go, "Kid, shouldn't you be resting?" And then I remembered. I was like, "No, he's fine." <laughs> like I had a moment where I thought about it, and I just go, nah. "My sympathies for him is is ending very quickly." Because <clears throat> I was starting to ascertain at this point that. He had only been training for a little while because we were getting feedback on the live stream that we were doing, you know, the real version of the mm-hmm. uh, commentary. But when we were doing yeah. it, we basically <laughs> had people who were chiming in and they were telling me, they're like, hey, Raph, you know how long he's been training? And I was like, no. And then they start telling me and I go, this is Regal Burritos. 
And in my head, I had this vision of you in a suit with like a giant hat, smoking a cigar and going, that's nice, kid. Come here. I thought you were going to say more like the Paul Heyman role. I, I mean, listen, I wish you had the Paul, but you're too nice. Paul Heyman I'm is way like, too nice. Way too nice for Heyman. <laughs> way, way more savage. If anything, if any, the, the closest person to Paul Heyman is either me or Kaplan. And Kaplan <laughs> might edge me out on real age bitterness. Uh, he just doesn't have the cleverness. Oh, so he is Paul he might Heyman, be two sides yes. of the coin. Yeah. <laughs> he and I have had discussions about this, and like he still refers to him as Paulie dangerously. Uh, I'm sorry, Kevin. I was uh, I was kind of you off. I was just trying to find out if he trains with anyone his size. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So the room on uh, the room he goes to with James Booth on Tuesdays and Thursdays is a collection of over 200 pound animals that literally just meet there because if they had to train like that in a regular class people probably think they're crazy or trying to kill someone so they all meet in these (laughs) in this room on tuesdays and thursdays and have at it uh he trains at ricardo almeida's uh a couple times a week with leon jackson who's you know 215 220 um so yeah he's it's the big reason he has to float around you know at the blast is calvin tracy so he kind of has to float around to find people his size that he can he can work on at his pace and speed, you know? Well, uh, as I mentioned, you know, very briefly to you, you know, it's only a matter of time before me and that kid do an interview. And, uh, I'm, I'm going to let him at least try to get closer to one year of doing jujitsu because <laughs> I'm not sure how long of an interview I could get stuck on saying, so you're a model, right? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and, yep. uh, you're super good at jujitsu after only six months. Uh, not bad. And you're training with a who's who of the greatest people and the secrets, greatest people that most people don't know about. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And you like Jay? Mm, yeah, I'm not. I'm not interviewing you, kid. We'll interview over. So, <clears throat> but he's on our radar, and we're very happy for him. Uh, but cool. Jay, here's the thing that I guess kind of makes me upset about uh, you not coming on yesterday because it's not a big deal. It's fine. Um, yeah. And we want to talk about what you're here for. But the thing that you upset me is, is that when I got a note from you this morning, I was like, hey, dude, sorry, I couldn't make it work. Um, I had all these notes for Kasai. And I said, I'm sorry, did you try to do research? Because you know that is verboten from all analysts. Like, none of us are allowed to actually do research whenever we do these broadcasts. It's like, I didn't do research. I more had my pick. Oh. I, my, but yeah, well. I more just had my pick, and, and I'll tell you, I don't think I did too well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know that you would be alone because uh, John uh, Evans was a little bit of a swing and a miss yesterday because he was like, "Yeah, well, I think uh, I think uh, Cronin's got to be the the guy who's going to win," and Johnny Grippo's the dark horse, and I was like, "You think he's the dark horse?" And he's like, "Oh, most definitely." <laughs> Cut to Ian Carlson and John looking at him and going, well, I guess it's not really good and good for uh, Ethan. I had to say he was going to be the, oh, but I was right in calling the dark horse. And I'm like, who calls Yanni Grippo the dark horse in any situation? Of any tournament he's ever been in. But before we start talking and transitioning to Kasai, I want to know, what are you putting together over on the East Coast? Because uh, I've heard rave things about 
this event, and I want our listeners to know exactly what you're talking about here, sir. Cool. I, yeah, greatly appreciate it, man. Uh, like three years ago, um, uh, I actually own a, a construction uh, supply business too. And um, I had a uh, one of our Chamber of Commerce meetings had brought up how Camden County was low on toys for the Toys for Tots program because it's broken down by county. Um, and uh, I said, man, I, I bet you I can throw something together, just an in-house tournament at the school I train at, South Jersey Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. And, um, man, I ended up just doing a couple divisions between, like, three schools that were associated with us for insurance re- reasons. And we ended up uh, collecting like two, 300 toys. Wow. So he said that was like their biggest collection of the year. And I was like, man, I, I didn't even really like try too hard. You know, I, I like, I had a couple weeks to put that together. So last year um, I, I put together where I had a gymnasium, uh, the United Grapplers Association who the ADCC mats were, they donated the mats so that we could use them. Um, and I had a much bigger space. So I, I opened it up and I ended up with close to, uh, I guess around a hundred competitors and, um, ended up having a couple super divisions and the super divisions were ridiculous. I mean, in the, the one, it was Keith, Padilla, Ronan, um, D boy. It was, it was like a stacked, <laughs> you know, free division. Keith flies all the yeah. way across the, the country for it. Um, well, Padilla was uh, giving a shit and going, too. What are you doing oh, here, yeah. Keith? And <laughs> I remember distinctly going, Yeah, Keith, I mean, I know could you like mail it in and not compete? And Keith was like, Well, I mean, I'm gonna go compete. But more on that, go ahead. <laughs> so ended up, man, almost nine hundred toys. Oh, um gosh. oh man, it was it was ridiculous. Cause so how it works is for the tournament, the entry fee is one new unwrapped toy per division and a spectator fee is one new unwrapped toy. So there's no money exchanged whatsoever. Everything is donated. So everybody walking in is bringing toys. And, you know, some people were bringing in, I, the one guy that I have that's doing uh, uh, something else there this year as well. I mean, he probably brought a couple hundred toys just on his own. Um, so, I mean, everybody was more than generous. I got donations from other schools, you know, the Ratback Flight System, Savarese, BJJ were, you know, donating money for things. And um, it just, it, it, it was amazing. I couldn't believe, like, everybody came together. Now, the biggest thing was, like, you know, I, I wanted to make it special for the competitors, too, because they're doing such good things. So, for, for my business, I donate, you know, really nice awards. I have, the trophies are, like, 26 inches. And I got really nice championship belts for the, for the Super Divisions again this year. Um same same school we're having it at um and this year we're dealing right with the marines and sending it right to the to the main bank here in jersey um but yeah the, the help i get from from everybody and the support i get is amazing but man i try to have that tournament because i've been to like so many like local grappling tournaments i know that everybody's beef is like it, they just take too long and they run all day man i do everything in my power to have the tournament done within like a four to four and a half hour period I try to never have any mats like open anything like that. Um, so thank God the first two years have run really smooth. This year is coming up on uh, November 17th here in Williamstown. Uh, we'll be having our third event there. And um, we're actually taking donations uh, along with the toys. People want to donate any old MMA gear 
or geese or stuff like that. We have two different organizations there um, that I'm going to be splitting it up between one going to Manius, Brazil, and another one for local veterans um, here in the state of New Jersey that are looking to train uh, for gear for them. And then also taking uh, in uh, different uh, coats, gloves, hats, stuff like that for kids for another foundation that we're helping that day as well. Well, I didn't take a breath that whole time. I'm impressed. Your (laughs) cardio is in tech too. It's not just your students. (laughs) So it's pretty badass though. Adding a little grappling. I always like these when you can combine some things and be, there's a certain karma tax associated to how good martial arts are for us. So if you can combine this, that's a really cool, I'm trying to come up with a haterade version wrap and I don't have it right now. Well, Kevin, keep in mind this, though. If we were blaming Jay for this new prodigy that's coming in, you can also blame Jay for, I guess, the motivation for young Mr. Kikorian to go 68, 67, and 1. Well, they actually two. You ain't kidding. If we're being honest. Because he came back from that tournament. And he put in uh, the kind of work. And it's one thing if you just go to small little tournaments within your own little shell. But Keith kept flying out to different tournaments where when we booked him and I said, hey, I want you on over under Kevin for uh, the two-week period before and after ADCC trials. He didn't think anything of it. And then when I revealed to him, I was like, the whole reason I put you on that show is because I thought you would do well. And I've, you know, I've got a really good gambler's habit. And he just was like, oh, how did you know? You wouldn't have known. No, you just guessed. And I was like, no, when you go around and you start keeping score of how many wins you have, um, it's kind of known as a sure bet to put on you just from a gambling perspective. So you definitely uh, gave him something to work for because I don't know if it's him flying at all that way. I love that kid, man. he He is one of my favorite humans that walks the earth. He, he is such a sweet soul, man. And a monster, and a monster on the mat. He really, yeah, but not so good at over under Kevin though. <laughs> oh yeah, he can't pick UFC <laughs> he for did, shit. That's did right. lose that pretty bad. <laughs> so anyway, I'm horrible Kevin, at predicting. I'm horrible at that stuff too. <laughs> well, I mean, Keith, you also don't talk about us and send me messages. Uh, in private saying, <laughs> yeah. hey, how come you guys pick people who don't know what they're talking about? You guys should pick better people. And I was like, do you want to come on? <laughs> yeah. And then when he comes on, I was like, well, I thought you knew all the things, Keith. I thought you were way better at this. There you go, kid. He is an encyclopedia, uh, man. He's an encyclopedia for uh, for competitors. Yeah, he's, he's got crazy. grappling on lock. He's, uh, he's right? got some instant recall <laughs> on it. Now, Kevin, you were asking, you were saying off air that you had a question that you wanted to start us off on a conversation for Kasai. Yeah, it was I a points take only. A deep breath. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Because <laughs> this was a rough one for a number of reasons. But Kevin, please go ahead and ask your question, and we will do our best to fill you in on what happened. It just, especially when you have fighters like uh, Geo and Ethan, mm-hmm. I just would have thought they'd want to do sub only, not points only. Was there? Did they explain that format? <laughs> <laughs> see i thought this one was better than the than the last one did, did you think that this one was better 
or uh, no? I haven't seen Raph. I am curious because it's these are yeah. good fighters, but give me sort of the read of the landscape because it just the tournament looks like it's score, 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 uh, score, man, score. Listen, and even with even with the amount of people that got that pulled out last minute. Uh, you know, they were able to at least fill with talent like Frankie Rosenthal. I was really happy to see Frankie getting there. He's, he's yeah, a tough guy. Um, he, he did well. Uh, but, uh, and the, uh, the one thing that I noticed right away was the stall calls. I mean, it was one match. They were about 20 seconds in and he hit him with a double stall. Yeah. I thought, I thought it was an improvement over the last show for sure. I mean, man, I'll tell you what, and, and not defending anything, but, Man, six minutes for these level guys to submit each other. And I like six minutes. I, I think that's a that's a decent amount of time to keep the action flowing. Uh I'm I'm not sure what time it ended last night, but the way it was flowing when I was when I was watching it today, um it was better than before. But man, I see here's the thing though, once there's points involved, it, it becomes part of the it becomes part of the game, man. Kevin, they tried. No, you don't like that, that answer, nice. do you? I, no, that was nice. That was really no. sweet, I thought. Jay, you, you put it as nicely <laughs> as possible. I'm going to put it the way that they said it on the streets because I'm the I, you know, of all Go the ahead. podcasters, I think I have the most street cred. I <laughs> by feel, far, by far, I feel that the streets were not happy with the lack of submissions that came from this tournament. Yeah. And yeah. I feel that they're not wrong to say that. Now, the other thing that becomes complicated is points make points fighters, even if they're exactly. sub-only yeah. people. And yep. there was a weird moment with, I think it was, and correct me if I'm wrong, was it Gio and, uh, was it Gio and Rosenthal? Or, like, who the hell was it? But there was, it was Gio one and match Frank. With... Did you talk about the, the point? Yeah. There was what a point given, I believe happened? it was. Uh, was it? I, I believe it was. I didn't go back and watch it again, but it might have been. Was it multiple stall calls? But I think Gio was from the top position. He was doing that more pressure passing, and I believe Listen. they called it. I yeah. I see, and and they definitely have a different point system when it comes to stalling too. It's not like a, a normal. It's it's a size version of, of how okay. the stalling works. So and that was Kevin, really enforced last night. Why is Gio Here's always the, involved in these? <laughs> is well, it's not just Gio, <laughs> but specifically, why is Tenth Planet San Diego folk uh, being judged so harshly for some strange reason? Because all I could think about was, you know, okay, it was unfortunate with PJ, but he took it in stride. And then when I see it happen to Gio, I go, oh shit, not again. Yeah. So here's what I would like to say on this. So Kev, one thing that is interesting is. They do reversal points and almost submission points, which yeah. brings us almost back to advantages, but with points. So it gets really confusing. Right. Now, you have Jay talking about the negative you know, penalty points or whatever they're doing. But if you look at Gio and he was kind of realizing when he looked at the scoreboard that he was ahead and he's playing by points, when they got to the very end of the match and he's like looking to raise his hand, they go, nope, Frank. And the scoreboard says a certain thing. And then when they yeah. do the review, they show the scoreboard going up and down and then back around again. And I can't help but think, well, this is weird. <laughs> Try to keep it exciting. Well, okay. But the points <laughs> on the scoreboard should no, be I'm exciting. kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Exactly. <laughs> this is a great we, defense. We have a direct line Keep them on their toes. Keep them on their toes. Right now, and I'm going to be like, the first thing I almost wanted to text Rich this morning is, for the love of God, can you get people – 
who just proofread their shit because yesterday they had a tie score between, I believe it was uh, on bracket B. It was Tanquino and Grippo. Yeah. And Grippo. Okay. So they had a tie score on the round robin format, except they said for some strange reason, like, and Tanquino has six points to Grippo's five. And I go, no, that's not right. Wait, that's not right at all. And then on their no. Facebook or not their Facebook, on their Instagram, Kevin, this is the best thing. Like, you want to talk about Freudian slips? This is the one that sent me and John over the edge live on air, which is when I tried to figure out how they were going to advance, because they ended up saying, Oh, guess what? Gianni Grippo is going to advance. I said, Well, how did they do that when they gave Tenquino uh, an advantage uh, of six right. points over five on the, the broadcast? And then they revised it and they said, no, 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 JK, we were wrong. Five, five all. So <laughs> here's what's going to happen. Um, even though they're tied, Gianni Grippo is going into the finals. And I go, well, how did they decide that? So I go to the thing and I figure it's got to be how you accumulated the points. But I want to read the official description of it. Kevin, <laughs> I kid you not. The official description on the Kasai Instagram is what might have sent me over the edge as we were nearing the end of the broadcast. But on their official thing, they actually said, they go, hey guys, just so that you know how the point totals were, uh, you know, kind of figured out and who's advancing, uh, according to points accumulated in the robbery Robin format. Now... (laughs) There is a thing that I don't think on air very easily, but I said, if you're going to use any combination of words, please don't X-day on the robbery, eh? It's a bad look. It's I a bad look. Like, it really doesn't make you guys look good when you're fucking up on the scorecards, <laughs> on the submission totals. And then I said this, and yeah. I want to bring it up to you guys. If I run a tournament, I think I should 100% subscribe to the robbery robin format yeah in which it says it. no matter how hard you work in the end i'm just gonna put whoever i want in the finals and you know what as long as you're upfront about it i don't think the athletes can complain kevin what's your response to robbery robin without any sort of context <laughs> i can't wait for people to be like wait what was the name of the title it's like robbery round robin what robbery robin <laughs> robbery there was something with a robbery in it so i'm already excited about that with the grapplers but that's that's great as a frequent shitty speller it just feels good to know when i'm amongst my people and that's, that's you know good. the worst now, part is josh picked up last time josh picked up do you remember the last guy i think it was the craig jones one where they just assumed craig jones was in on the tiebreaker and josh had to like wave his hands and say, guys, no, it's not him. I Josh remember picked up on the last one, right? Hearing it very faintly over the broadcast yeah. and him yelling out and is very like, Chim Chimmery, hey, Chops, I just want to tell you who won with me metric system I did over here. So, yeah, that, that was pretty much what he was doing. Kev, I want to let you know this too. It's still... At, at press time on their Instagram, despite me tagging them, still says robbery Robin format. I did my job. I showed a video online. I literally tagged them in it. I did as much as I could and said, hey, guys, you know we love you. 
but could you not? Robbery Robin. <laughs> Robbery Robin it is. So I'm hashtagging that shit. It's it, the it, hero jiu-jitsu uh, deserves. For the competitor, man. For the competitor. Robbery it's, it's Robin. Gonna, it's going to 100% be the biggest takeaway <laughs> of this whole thing for me. Um, okay. Well, let's let's try and educate Kevin on the, some of the highlights of the show. Why don't you tell me, uh, Jay, what you were impressed by during the show? Oh, man, I'll tell you what, they always bring it at the undercard. They really do. They do a good job. I mean, not for nothing, they're in a great place for the undercard. You know what I mean? There's a lot of talent in this area, and they're doing a good job of picking, you know what I mean, good matches for the uh, <clears throat> for the, the preliminary round. Um, but it, on the main card, man, I think you saw what was really going to happen. You know, everybody knew that Grippo and Tequino, because points were involved and meow, you know, should have at least been the heavy favorites with, you know, being points players as it is. I thought, you know, I thought, and again, I, I know there wasn't many finishes, but I thought the matches, even though they weren't high scoring other than the, um, Rosenthal and, uh, what was it? Meow. I think it was the Rosenthal meow match that had a bit of points in it. Um, yeah, I thought I thought Frankie had a had a really good match with Gio. I I was yeah. excited during that match. Um, yeah, again, I I I I enjoyed it much more than the last one. I, I really did. And again, I didn't get to see the last two matches yet. <laughs> I have to admit. Okay. Um, Let me uh, computer down. Dang it! Hold on, it's way better. It's way yet. better to make a point if we're like uh, Raph. Can I cross examine? Yep, How ahead, exciting please. could <laughs> these ahead. fights have been, Jay? If you would answer the following question, true or false, you let your body be overcome with the tiredness and fell asleep during. Oh, last, so dude, last night I didn't even make it to the main card. Last night I didn't even make it to the main card. I told Raph earlier I actually woke up to WrestleMania 10 on my uh, TV with Lex Luger and Yokozuna laying in the middle of the ring. So. I I'm old. And I get up early. We should all be That was a DQ, though. That was a DQ. Luger couldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> hey, listen. At least it wasn't a Robin robbery. So <laughs> I'm just. I want to make people very clear. But I want to point out one person who who put on a show, and then I'll tell you a little bit about why you should be excited for for Wagner, and then concerned for Wagner. <laughs> It's always how I feel about oh, Wagner. No. Just, oh, no. Here we go. Um, Mateus Lutis was yeah. straight out savage yesterday against yeah, a very yeah. game Jeremiah Vance, who was coming in at the last minute to replace, I believe it was PJ. But, oh, yeah. my God, Kev, I'm going to send you this match a little bit later today. But he basically jumped and pounced on top of Jeremiah and signaled yeah. two to three times that he was going to Kimura the shit out of him. And then for yeah. a split second, dropped into the sickest north-south choke, which told me, Jeremiah, who barely got out of it, I said, you know what? I think he's going to win with that. And John Evans, the esteemed John Evans of flow grappling and <laughs> basically every other commentary position out there possible just goes, well, I don't know about that. And lo and behold, what does he finish fucking jeremiah vance with a north south yeah. choke at which yeah. point i might have taken about a good minute to celebrate how good i am at jiu-jitsu <laughs> and how not good at jiu-jitsu <laughs> commentary 
John Evans is. But when John asked, like, he's like, what did you see in particular that made you think that? And I was like, well, I'll tell you this. When he slipped into that north-south, it looked like he set it up very sneakily and that it caught Jeremiah by surprise. And as much as I want to believe in his ability to finish with the Kimuras, Jeremiah was proving very game in getting out of it, but right back into a pressure-filled situation. It looked to me like the best option was, all right, I'm going to throw him off after uh, basically tiring him out after six minutes worth of the worst cardio you've ever seen it. a person be endured underneath. And Jeremiah <laughs> just being like, oh, God, I got out of this armbar. Oh, God, everything's tired. I'm so – I hate everything goes for every possible submission possible and then says, now nah, I'm going to finish with North, North South and then doesn't even look like he broke sweat. Kev. Like to me, yeah. to fit somebody that good as Jeremiah, it was a big impressive moment. Yeah. I, I actually, uh, Lucas has been on a tear too lately. He, he's been, yeah. he's been competing a lot and, and, and winning, but, uh, I, I thought, see, that was one of the ones where I said I picked, I didn't do too well. That was one where I thought Vance was going to take it. Um, I, you know, I don't think Lutus goes against a, a ton of 10th Planet people. Like, I don't know his whole, you know, if he's done it, but a lot of them high-level guys and the, them high-level 10th Planet guys, man, they surprise a lot of them pressure guys, you know, which sure. them leaning forward. And Jeremiah is so, like, so crap. He's got crazy submissions that want to get in fight to win. That was him with the knee bar, right? That crazy yeah. inverted, yeah. Um, yeah. I had really thought that Vance could, but Van Lutis was just so heavy, so heavy. It was it was a combination of uh, determined will to pressure pass, yeah. and just force that Jeremiah was trying to work his rubber guard. And w- when we're trying to establish how good he is at it, Jeremiah is one of the leading authorities on rubber guard that he gets brought into Tony mm. Ferguson's camp with Eddie. He's also the person that Eddie sometimes defers to in terms of uh, rubber guard kind of expertise now. So Jeremiah wow. is a leading expert at that sort of field, and that's what makes him such a crafty person and fun person to watch. But he just really got shut down yesterday. So a major credit uh, to Lutes. Now, let me describe what I saw from uh, the Canuto and the Wagner match. It was about what you expected, okay? So there was a lot Mm -hmm. of solid jiu-jitsu grappling. The two of them were pressuring each other. However, Kevin, it's time for a pop quiz with you. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Are you ready? Did you prepare for this? Uh, Oh, yeah. No, go ahead. You're going to say the question. Sorry, I'm ready. I'm ready. Here's the question, Kevin. If I get a body triangle, okay, on you. Fine. Which, I mean, by the way, my stubby legs trying Those to tiny legs. I was just thinking about it. I was like, ow. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun. Just, like, both of us end up just crippled after it. <laughs> but if I get a body triangle on you, do I get points for control? I would think so, yeah. That sounds right. False. You do not. Oh, oh damn it. No. Shit. No. Ah, uh, why? Jay, what is the answer? Yeah, no, both hooks have to be in, both heels have to be inside. I don't even think they'll point you if you have your feet crossed on the inside. Both hooks have to just be in on the side of the legs. You could then, you know, you have to put them there, get the points, and then go to the body triangle, yeah. Don't they give so, already give exception for almost submissions? Wouldn't they give exception for better position? Never mind. So I'm just going to fuck off. I already, no, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. You, this you is part of the Robbery Robin system. 
<laughs> exactly. Kev, you were listening. Robbery you were Robin. Uh, Robbery Robin rule set. It's uh, occasionally <laughs> things know? change. <laughs> Kev, you know how proud I get of you when you really pay attention to the show. But uh, here's kind of the thing. So Canuto was ahead. He was trying to coast. There's about 40 seconds left. Now Wagner is really starting to turn it on. Wagner's putting head pressure and making inch by inch sort of uh, a movement to securing a pass. Doesn't essentially 100% secure pass for whatever reason. I'm not really sure. He later said, where the fuck were my three points for that? But that's not the problem. The problem is Wagner is able to do a series of movements that get to the back of Canuto. The only problem is, with about 15 seconds left to spare, he goes to the body triangle, which means he has control, and he's trying to give us a finish, but he does not get points for the control. If he had somehow just been able to get the feet in there, and it was close, when I say the transition happened where maybe Wagner thought that he had the control, both him and Canuto did that thing where they immediately put their hands up to the sky and then they immediately oh, yeah. both point to God. And I want to tell you this. <laughs> I don't know how religious many of you people are, but in that instance, Kevin, I'm pretty sure even you, a noted atheist, would have been pointing to God like, hey, any help you can give me here, buddy, I'll if you it. exist or on yeah. Space Ghost. Just fine. If you could just give some my way, because I was like, that's not a terrible plan to be like, no, I give thanks to my gotch. So, Jay, what are your thoughts on that? Because I get a little miffed when I'm starting to think about it. That was my whole premise when I was watching that fight is it's a shame that Wagner doesn't get that. But do you feel that that body triangle should be points or are we still in a weird era of like, nah, it's not traditional jiu-jitsu? I I mean, listen, honestly, that body triangle isn't points many, many places. I'm not even 100% sure they give it out at like a Naga. I'm pretty sure that's like a universal rule where that, but it's really a shame though, because you know, Roka looking for the finish instead of concentrating on the points. I, wow, man, I can't believe he didn't, uh, he he didn't pull off the triangle. Would he have lost the position if he got out of the triangle? Was it close? Like Mm -hmm. if he unlocked that triangle, was, was Canuto gone? So I think it was more so his moment to shine would have been the transition yeah. from almost oh. having the hooks to the triangle. But uh, I, it was a little heartbreaking in a sense that Wagner was pulling off as well as one can with one minute left to work and you're already down yeah. and it looks insurmountable. So again, I, I kind of told you guys that he said on his post later, he's like, I learned my lesson about the body triangle. No big deal. But in true Wagner form, uh, can we talk about my past? Where were my points there? And I feel like that's yeah, a they were, conversation. Right. They were like ADCC with the points last night. I thought, uh, yeah, again, I thought the refs did a better job last night. And Hold I don't, on. I don't really mind either being stingy with points. I really don't like it. Jay, like ADCC, are you saying, man, you, you have to, whew, I mean, you want them pass points, man. It's gotta be clean. You gotta, I mean, you're talking, you got to be in, in a, a strong cross-side position, north-south position for like 10 seconds to get them points in ADC. I'm so glad you're saying that because I was sweating profusely where I was sitting, uh, a comfortable 
thousand plus miles away from you guys. And I'm looking at that and I go, this is why I can't be a competitor. If I got to mount and it was 40 seconds before I saw them give me points, I would be chewing them out. From yeah, I would have stopped at second twenty and been like, "Hold on, I'll be right back." What the <laughs> fuck is wrong with you? How much cardio do you think I have left? If you don't give me the points fast, we're out of here. I would genuinely run. So, to close out on Kasai, I will say this: Gianni Grippo and uh, Paulo Miao. Um. Another case of <laughs> no joints. Two guys. Neither of them have real joints. Must Kev, be nice. Right. If you watch, if you watch this match, it's essentially each of them holding a high kick for about a good mm, <laughs> four minutes each, because they do that thing. And this is a weird control that I, I don't see a ton. But imagine trying to do a leg drag and one person kicking all the way through that leg drag, and then if you're on top of the leg drag that you're holding the leg so that they can't fully get up. But the way you're holding it is like that defense for a Kimura where you go underneath your own leg. And that's how you're propping right. that leg up in that continuous place. I saw that for an extremely long amount of time where I said, I think my leg would just fall off after the second minute. You lost me many moves ago, but ditto. I'm not, I'm not making it through that. Not without needing surgery. <laughs> I'll tell you though, the six minute matches, I, I do dig that. Did they do eight on the final? No. And that's where I had the no. issue. Because I was gonna bring this up. I wanted to let you finish that point. But that was the real uh, bummer to me, which is I'm fine with six minutes because it's a round robin format. And yeah. that's already eighteen minutes worth of fighting uh high, 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 high yeah, precision for sure. Black belts and upper belts, if you would. But in this particular scenario, if you're doing a points tournament and the criticism is that you're not getting submissions, I do feel you want those extra minutes in that final so that maybe sure, we could the final, get yeah. I don't know that it would have been produced yesterday because Gianna Grippo was working on two toeholds, Kevin, that were ugh. Mm. But then you remember it's a meow brother who's like, break it, dude. I don't <laughs> care. No Knock yeah, there's out. no bones in them feet, man. That's crazy, yeah. So that was Kasai. Um, Jay, I mean, you sound way more enthusiastic than I am about it. And it's not like I didn't have some element of fun with it. It is somewhat disappointing to come here on a Sunday, a full almost 24 hours kind of after the fact, and still yeah. try to find the energy to tell people, like, it was, it was fun. You guys should mm-hmm, go watch every second of it. Because Jay fell asleep. So what better way to promote this event? So you're a positive person. Find a way to, to make people excited about this, sir. Uh, listen, for I thought it was very exciting for being six-minute matches, high-level guys, six-minute matches. Obviously, you're not going to see as many decisions. Listen, I think if you're having six minutes with points, it's going to be very difficult when you have this many high-level guys to see submissions at all. Sure. You know what I mean? With points and six minutes, uh, you know, I think they, they, the competitors and I think the refs at least kept it uh, with the stalling calls 
kept them moving much more for this one. Again, I'm comparing it to the last one too. You know, I'm not comparing it to like 2017 ADCC. Yeah, I'm comparing it to what I thought it was. 2012 Metamorphosis. I'm just throwing out. Just throwing out some of the greats. (laughs) Oh man! Here's my positive note, Kev. Yeah, their production still top notch. Their their care for the athletes still very high. Uh, And Kev, I don't even think this is how weird this is. You didn't even notice that Gordon wasn't on the match. Uh, on any part of you know, there Isn't we go. he still okay. signed to ACB or something? Doesn't matter. Till nah, he fights he's out. again. I don't care. No. Yeah. <laughs> but, but do you want to know why? You might care. Oh, what happened? Does he have staff? What's wrong? Uh, Jay, you want to take this one? Yeah, when he was a kid, um, I think he said he was born with Hep C, and he had gotten uh, treated for it and cured for it when he was twelve, I believe. But for Kasai, they actually do medicals. New York State Athletic Commission's tough, obviously. <laughs> and um, I believe there was they can still find – he put up a big post about it where they can still find a trace where, where it, it was in his system at one time or something like that. So they basically – his medicals didn't get cleared because they couldn't get the blood work back in time to prove that he didn't have it. Oh, unfortunately, sucks. yeah, Sadness and it's something it's not even like it's something that's like dormant. He was like cured of it, but it's something that, you know, like I said, dude, that state athletic commission's tough. It, they're the ones that, you know, pulled them out of the match. And, and, you know, I think people were thinking that they could have done somebody could have stepped in to go against Denise, but they would have still had to have the blood work. And I don't think there was enough time to even do the blood work for Denise. I'm not sure, though, but. Here's that was my uh, understanding. Here's weird part of it, though. Can they detect the LSD? Part. I'm asking for a friend. I just want to make sure <laughs> in case I get invited to the next Kasai. I, I don't think you're going to have a problem. Kev. Cool. I will cool. give you some of my blood. I'll tell I my will, friend. No, I'll tell my friend, Rep. I'll let him. He'll be really excited. There we go. The, the thing that concerned me a little bit was there were a lot of really awkward jokes because having somebody like a Gordon say something like this who prefaces with hey guys read the full post before you say anything telling you oh the person who talks mad trash about anyone and everyone is now telling you hey guys everybody calm down so and yet there was still some dumb jokes that got thrown around which was uh, yeah. kind of unfortunate you know but and obviously, this isn't the way you want to see Gordon out of a tournament. I would say, however, it did reveal one thing, though, Kevin. It's a little odd on the seesaw of justice that Gordon got pulled over by the Athletic Commission police when last time Polaris just ballooned his way into a main event. <laughs> That's right. And this was the same group. We somehow just said, like, the commission was like, yeah, he good. Are, yeah, he's fine. Are we prepared to declare that was just calories? That wasn't steroids? <laughs> I, don't know. I just know that 
My first thought was, well, that's unfortunate for Gordon. My second thought was, but wait. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, Wait. Gary Tony had to fight a a guy who he was barely the size of his leg. Reaction to the Craig Jones apology tour beginning of one Paul Harris and Craig Jones. And that was just last event. And it made me kind of combust on air for like about a good five, seven minutes. Um, But anyway, I digress. Those are just my thoughts. What do I know? Jay, we couldn't be happier that you came to chat with us today. Dude, thank you so much. I really, I get it. Apologize about last time. Thank you so much for letting me plug the, uh, the event. If I could just, it's www.toysfortotsbjj20.org. Sorry. It's so long. It was like one of those (laughs) free sites. So, W no, well not free, but www.toysfortodsbjjtourney.org. <laughs> oh, for Yeah. There's matches from last year. Dude, the matches from last year were amazing. They're on the site. Um well, and you can see all the competitors that are competing so far. We have over a hundred competitors. I'm having three more super divisions again this year. Um, but it's gonna go down next uh next Saturday. Now, Jay, are you gonna be doing the commentary for this event? No, man. I, I try to keep it so that it, it's moving. Josh is in. I think Josh is away, so he won't be doing the commentary either. I'm not sure. Oh, wait, where? I'm definitely going to tape them. Might he be headed back to a foreign land where he was once yes, sir. and yes, will always be? Again. Oh, <laughs> it's already Thanksgiving All right. for me over Just there. Just thought I'd rip the Band-Aid off. <laughs> I heard that. He's going to be away, rap. <laughs> I don't know. It hurts that you didn't even ask Kevin, and Kevin's right there, and there's no better charity than Kevin. <laughs> and it's just a short little drive, too. <laughs> Over to Jersey. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we'll, just, you know, we'll just have, we'll have Kevin uh, use the Keith method of just having Keith cover his flight, and Kevin will provide the board. God, can I just like, road trip with Keith? Keith? Can I make Keith yeah, drive it? And I'll drive it down. But, like, Keith has enough earnings from all of his submission victories over the year like eh, you could spare some for verbal tap to go out that way i'm sorry anyway um but you will have (laughs) uh some highlights to come up uh here's what i'm going to say when you guys do the tournament uh feel free to throw some my way we will definitely put a couple highlights on the grappling hour uh when i do a recap uh the next week so we'd love to promote and and make sure that people get involved with this it's for a great cause. It sounds like it's amazing, dude. Uh, if I'm being honest, I'm very jealous that we don't get to be there ourselves. But we know and we're very excited to see how it all plays out. And if you do us a solid, though, I mean, can you make it so that your kid doesn't compete? Because I think I already saw it. Does he he's have not, a match? He's, at the not, he's got a match. He, I wish I wasn't going to put him in it anyway. <laughs> I wasn't going to put him in it anyway. He's, uh, he's down. He's got a match in Florida. For uh, Joshua Duke's uh, Gamblers Interna- uh, Gamblers Gamblers Invitational, one of the Sapatero events, and uh, he's going against uh, Chase Rome, some Nebraska like D lineman. Now so, we're talking. Finally, we perfect. Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not thinking. We're not thinking they, nearly they as today. Barnum and Bailey about this. We get everyone cut no, one no. all. We've got the two largest I, human beings on the East Coast yeah, fighting tonight. Fine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it's funny because you know trying to get him matches like before like now it's much easier like even getting him sponsors already was a bit easier um after the trials but i was the guy who was saying hey i got this white belt who's really not a white belt he's really really good he'll fight black belts and in my head i'm going oh my gosh you're that guy 
Yeah, you're the I'm, guy who's got the special. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I know your guys better than everybody else's. I I got you. I was that guy. So um, he's got that, and he's got a uh, tournament, uh, local tournament here, Meta War heavyweight tournament, and then he'll be uh, he'll be out in Anaheim for for Nogi Worlds. Well, so, when he's out, have him Nogi swing World. through the LA Jiu Jitsu Club, huh? Uh, please. Well, you know what? No, I'm thinking about it. And <laughs> he's always welcome. Really, yeah, go on down to LAJJC. Oh, Jesus, I'm always so good about opening up an invitation to people, and I just I have nothing to offer this kid, and I think it's going to do something to my brain to go. Sorry, is this month seven or eight of you uh, training? Because it's definitely year seven or eight of me doing this, and it's not working, apparently. Uh, no, obviously, uh, love to see him if he wants to come train. I can easily find him places to train. Would love to have him and host him at the LA Jiu-Jitsu Club or anywhere else. Um, but I very much look forward. Make sure to tell him to come say hello to me. That would be great. Well, oh, absolutely, absolutely. But again, thank you guys so much, man. I, I really appreciate the uh, I really appreciate the attention on the uh, Toys for Tots. I really do. Absolutely, sir. And you're doing great things, and we always love seeing what you're up to, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The uh, very nice, gentle soul, good human being, Jay Regalbudo. Yeah, Raf. I'm always excited when you find an East Coaster I enjoy. So that that's that's a yeah. fun conversation. Talk aside, we've I mean we've been kind of shitting on it, but that's uh, that's our nature. I yeah. I would argue it seems like right now where we're at, I would just invite my four best competitors and give them time to fight, even in a round ro- yes. robin format. Like uh, skip past if it's six minutes and it's time constraints. Cool. Don't make it a tournament card where you sort of fight to win jam as many possible people on as you can <laughs> let them do that corner and stay more exclusive match them up because it's a long ass event i looked at the i actually pulled it up to watch it before the thing <laughs> i only had an hour before the bike i was like oh i won't be able to do it <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh my god i'm not even gonna be close so that's how i felt uh you're not wrong um I will say the fight to win format does have that feel, as you mentioned right now, or for a split second, you think, wait, did they just get one of their cousins that was standing by to do a match? They even brag about it on yeah. Flow Grappling. It's like guy takes match on 12 minutes notice. That's, no, that's not, that's not what you want. It's not, it's not making me super excited about this match, Can't but okay, go on. <laughs> Or don't don't be like, like you know what? But that's the other thing is we don't tell people when they're listening to our show. Oh, wow, we got this guest twelve minutes ago. Book the so guest on excited. no notice whatsoever. Didn't even tell him he was coming on. Get excited for sixty minutes of someone who we just hope works out. We should, start but I digress. Though. Maybe hey, yeah, I guess. Look. It now we're shooting on flow grappling. I guess that's where we are right now. It's called in Denver, and you and I are pissed. There's there are solutions, and you can yes. find us. We're very easy to get a hold of, and I guarantee you, your grappling tournament won't be boring. So give us absolutely. Uh, I don't even need full raid. We'll bring some of your ideas to the table, and then we'll spruce them up because we watch a lot of this. And if you're just trying to, you know, throw 
a lot of grappling at someone, it's not going to work. Less is no. more in entertainment. I know that's a tough concept, but it it, it, it is. And yeah, yeah, no, no one's going to fucking care. Raph, this has been a great podcast. We got to chat yeah. with new friend Jay. I actually really enjoyed him. And uh, I I wish I hadn't. It would be easier, obviously, as always. To you're in my world now. Now you understand what I was talking about that, that whole time when thing. I said, "Genius." Hey, look at this guy. He I want to hate him, but I can't. And you're like, "Raph, I don't know about that. You're kind of bitchy to a lot of people." Oh, yeah, I was trying to hate him too. I can't. And fun weekend. From Kasai, mm-hmm. and you know, we're always as excited on something we can hate on as something <laughs> that we want to watch. <laughs> From Kasai to the UFC on FX, which turned out to be great, to Tom Brady losing. Shout outs to that. 25 years of UFC, and you and I are rapidly approaching another date with Destiny. Oh, yeah. um, another year in the books, as they say, but we'll chat more about that in the coming weeks. Enjoy both episodes this week. You can choose your own adventure. Raph, it's time oh, for some shit. shout outs. I'm. Yeah, am I supposed to book that show? Uh oh. <laughs> uh, who can remember? I'm coming back yeah. to jujitsu soon. I'm coming back in the next two to three weeks. Uh, got some fun news from my rehab specialist. Mm-hmm. We we are worried that my shoulder had dislocated once upon a time, but we're all back in socket now, and everyone's feeling better, and the inflammation's down. It's time to get back. If I can do three yoga classes, I get to go back, and he said within the next week. So that's fun. So going to give it this week to, to try my hardest not to get injured doing hot yoga or swimming. And everyone, think good thoughts. As Raph has mentioned, I believe in this podcast, severe atheist, but that doesn't mean I don't believe in prayer. Because what is prayer but not just thinking good thoughts about someone and I want to reach out and meet people in the middle, which is what happened on November 6th. It's about meeting in the middle Raph, think good thoughts, but I think I'm going to return to the fighting world soon, and that's going to do it for shout-outs for me. Guys, I'm going to, I'm going to be selfless right now. And you can tell I'm being selfless because I'm telling you I'm about to be selfless. I'm going to my shout-outs so that you guys have time to send your positive thoughts and prayers, which I guess in Kevin's interpretation, very similar. Uh, but that's okay. So let's do this. Kev, I'm going to put 15 seconds on the clock, and I'm going to let you guys who are listening to this right now go ahead and say your own thoughts and, and prayers. That's great. And uh, time begins, okay? <laughs> Dear whoever's out there, please allow my friend Kevin to come back to grappling. He's a great training partner. It's really hard to do a show about grappling with someone who's really angry that he's not grappling. And, oh, time's up. Okay, yay! <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I hope that Grapplers known the world over for their p- tolerance while they're not doing it. I'm just saying, it's, it is difficult. Like, the first few months when you were injured... It was like, he's coming back. It's fine. The next few months were like, this has to be tedious because I go two days without training and I'm a super grump. 
Then it becomes Kevin being like, I don't even want to watch that event. Blah. And I was like, did you watch it? Yes, but I hate it. I hate grappling. So now that we're inching our way closer and back, I think we can all join in saying, Kevin, grappling has missed you. There's been about 40 different things that people have been working on that were all great fads that we're all very excited to show you. Z-Guard's a thing. You know, you went into a grappling coma and we get to bring you out of it. So it's going to be fun. (laughs) uh, I'm putting two seconds more on the clock (laughs) for people to send your thoughts and praise. Everybody breathe. Everybody breathe. I'm trying so hard to get back. There's a lot There's of ten seconds of silence on the show. God damn it! <laughs> close enough. If you guys have sent your thoughts and prayers, enough. we appreciate that because again, it gets Kevin one step closer to returning back on the mats, a place where he's missed, and I know he is very excited to be there. So all of you assholes doing yoga with him, you leave him alone. You let him do child's pose for as long as he needs. I know you're kind of joking, but that Cobra can really get in my business. That's going to do it for us tonight here at Verbal Tap. I am Kevin. Thank you for listening. (laughs) Good night and good thoughts and prayers to Kevin, guys. Good thoughts, good prayers. To Kasai (laughs) as well. Let's let's, let's spread the love. you have dialed has been changed. The new number is, please note, the new number is